welcome to Book Chatter. I'm Josie, your host for this episode. And tis the season for end-of-year lists, reviews, and wrap-ups. So in today's final season one episode, I will be asking our podcast hosts to reflect on this first season of Book Chatter and announce our book picks for the first half of 2022. But first, uh, I want to thank you all for listening this year. We always wanted to start a library podcast, but we never seemed to have the time. Our day-to-day work always took precedent over planning and building a podcast. Then March 2020 happened. On March 13th, 2020, the library closed to the public and we all went home to do work. So with no patrons to serve, we suddenly had the time to make a podcast a reality. The first episodes were a challenge, to say the least, um, as we couldn't be in the same room together to talk. So we uh, purchased USB microphones that we could use at home and then recorded our end of the conversation, uh, usually in our closets. Um, we used the WebEx conferencing platform to mimic uh, being together. And then I would get all the uh, recordings and I would try to piece them together to make it sound like we were together. Um, so eventually we were able to utilize the pod, utilize um, the podcast studio, yeah, at Longmont Public Media, which is where we're at right now. And we've been recording there ever since, and we are very thankful for this space and to LPM for offering it. It's awesome. So with that, um, I'm joined today by Devin. Hello. And Johannes. Hello. And I want to start off with you, Devin. What was your favorite episode of the year, and why was it your favorite? Okay, so my favorite episode is different from my favorite book. My favorite episode was Sabrina and Karina, um, and that was because I didn't really think I would like this book that much. Um, I don't really like short stories, and I'm not really a fiction reader, Mm -hmm. but reading this book um, opened me up to a whole new genre that I maybe now enjoy. I will be much more open to grabbing a fiction short story um, title in the future, her writing, and I can't remember her name, sorry. Kali. Yeah, she, I just loved her writing. Uh-huh. And so I was appreciative of going into this podcast and having my eyes opened to something that I normally wouldn't have picked up. So yeah. that's my favorite episode. Not my favorite book, but my favorite what episode. What was your favorite book? Oh, it's a tie between the Octopus book and the Dolly Parton book. Oh. Because I love Dolly Parton and I love Cy Montgomery, the author of the Octopus Octopuses. <laughs> Octopi. Octopuses. No, you can't no. stack to pie. We learned that. No, yeah, I know. We did learn that. That's right. All yeah. right. Um, what about you, Johannes? What was your favorite episode? So, uh, I, I have a similar symptom as Devin. Like my, it's a symptom. It's a symptom mm-hmm. now. Um, the my the one I the one I liked the most um, was the Octopus, actually by Simon Montgomery. I loved that book. I thought it was awesome. That was your favorite book or the, your favorite episode? That was my sorry. That was my favorite episode. episode okay. Um, but my favorite book was actually The Good Indian. Just because ah. I thought it was so well written, so yeah. awesome. But um, I just thought the octopus one, it just was so cool to put yourself in the brain of another of another intelligent creature and just be like, oh my God, what's their world like? And I love stuff that puts me outside of my own brain. Yeah. just really stretches me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as much as killer elk women are awesome, <laughs> I think octopuses are even awesomer. Awesomer. Octopus. Octopuses are awesome. I think it was... Um, I think that was the first episode that we were actually back together. Okay. 
when we came, I think that was our first episode here. I think so. And oh. ju- listeners, just so you know, I picked the title. The, the she did. Yeah, uh, she did. Yes, Come to me for recommendations. Yes. Yeah, because we were all here, and I was here, but I wasn't part of the the episode. Maybe that's why it was your favorite. Um, <laughs> but I was sitting here, like, fiddling with the uh, soundboard and whatever. And I just remember, because I think that was my favorite episode as well. Okay. Just because we were together again, the pandemic had seemed to get better. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. We the laughed we a ton. Yeah. I remember laughing so hard. And that's the first time I'd laughed that hard, <laughs> you know, in quite a while. Yeah. Um, so I think that was my favorite, too. And I think that's the other reason, too. I just had so much fun doing it. Yes, it was hilarious. Um, and, I, I mean, I do feel like I, I missed out on the closet experience. <laughs> Apparently, that was a big thing, and I never got to do that. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that episode was just fantastic. It, it was, was good. It was lots of fun. And I really, I also enjoyed the um, Walk Around the Block one, because I think, well, I didn't really, I mean, that book wasn't my favorite book by far, but... I did learn a lot, and I really learned stuff from Jim, and I think it was really cool that he was mm-hmm. there. Yeah, if um, you had had a question about what did you learn the most, yeah, I don't know if you already do, but it, that one definitely was one that just like every other page, I was like, huh, oh, I didn't know it worked that way. Oh, wow, really? I just That was a cool yeah, book. that was a good that, book. What was, um, what was your least favorite, Devin? <laughs> you guys probably already know. Um, <laughs> the City We Became, yeah. and that's because it's a, what was that, a fantasy Fantasy sci-fi, yeah. Yeah, too many characters. Just it's it's not my genre. It's probably one of my least favorite genres. Um, I listened to the audiobook, and the audiobook was cool because it had a lot of neat sound effects, which a lot of audiobooks don't do. But the majority of the audiobooks I listen to are, are nonfiction. So mm-hmm. um, right now I'm listening to The British Are Coming. <laughs> There's no sound effects besides the guy's driveway. <laughs> pew, pew. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's a great book. But the city, yeah, the city we became. Um, and I understand she's a very popular author, and you know, no, no harsh words for her. I just you couldn't get not into it. My, not my thing. Yeah, yeah. You're just not a fiction reader. Really. Not, a, not really. Not okay. really. That's I'm fair. Sorry. Yeah, that's fair. Um, what about you? For me, I think the the, uh, the I was surprised by the um, the good Indian because, like, I like the horror genre, but I usually don't like most horror things like I'm a very like selective horror reader I guess like so like most things I'm like uh and I didn't know if this was going to be one of those like even Stephen King right Stephen King the master you know everybody knows him super famous etc I'm like yeah all right you know and but and everyone looks at me like I have three heads uh-huh. but I just you know for whatever reason most horror doesn't do it for me is it gore or no. violence or no, no, it's. I mean, it's the opposite. Like, if it has, like, I don't, I don't mind gore, I don't mind violence, actually. But if it's if it's done in the wrong way, for example, or if it's just too much of it, if uh-huh. there's, I mean, I like it almost that that's sort of almost a side effect, kind of like you know the the main story is going here. There's a point to it. There's something, I don't know, that there's something intelligent about it, and not just slasher. So slasher. like Saw or something. Yeah, like that. so like Saw. Actually, just about. Full disclosure, I actually liked the first song. Oh, I've never I th- seen. I that. thought it was super. Anyway, off on a tangent, but, <laughs> um, but, but actually, most things in that sort of sub horror genre, uh-huh. I'm like, oh, I just get so bored, sure, because it's just the same thing over and over, and and anyway, hacking off limbs. Yeah, yeah exactly. I don't even think but Stephen King is a very good horror writer. Like I my mean, books are like the Green Mile and the Shawshank Redemption. Those two yeah. are excellent. Yeah, and, I mean, Amazing sort stories. of horror, I guess, but not really. Like, yeah, they're not considered like a scary situation. 
Right. It's tense, but yeah. not like yeah. it's Great not word. Yeah. horror. But uh, but anyway, sorry to circle no, back to your, to your main question. Um, it was a walk around the block just because, I don't know, I just, I had issues with how the book was, that was your least put favorite together. Book. And, and um, yeah, it's, and again, it makes no sense because I love to learn things. That's the one I learned the most from. Yeah. And yet that's the one I liked the least. But, and it's hard because as an, as a podcast episode, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Because we, there were so many different things to talk about. Yes. We had Jim talking about his expertise, and it was wonderful yes. to see in that window to be like, oh, how does it really work in there? Uh, I thought that was awesome. Yeah. But, and so, yeah, I guess my least, yeah, the but book that wasn't was my least favorite great. Book. It wasn't real written. It wasn't really well written. Mm-hmm. Well written. <laughs> it was not well written, folks. Why? Like, what was chapters too long, dry, boring? No, it's just. Too many facts. I, I mean,. I didn't, I just thought, like, first of all, you know, first impressions, the first chapter, that was the weakest of the whole book. Oh. And so that just started me off like, oh, man, how long is this book? Well, what's the first chapter It was on? about porches. Porches, yes. And it was something that I hadn't considered, like, oh, the automobile draw, you know, caused the decline of the porch. I'm like, what? who <laughs> would have thought about that? <laughs> what? Yeah, it was interesting to me, but it just, I don't know, I... Besides, like, that one sentence, <laughs> like, the rest of what was presented, it just didn't appeal to me. It didn't get me going, like, oh, my gosh, this be, this is so cool. Yeah. Whereas the male chapter, the chapter about male, oh, my gosh, I could, I read that literally twice because yeah. it was so, that was so fun and so fantastic. Hmm. And I mean, the information nice. was really, really cool. Yes. He just presented it in kind of a, I want to say twee, but that's not really, like, not cutesy, but it was just... Oh. Yeah, I didn't like the style. It's just a style, yeah. yeah. It's just a style I don't know. thing. That's disappointing. And and it's well, and it's hard because I would definitely recommend that book to people. Yeah. You know, because you can find so much about your city and what goes on around you and how things work and all that. But yeah. um but yeah, as a I would love to crack this book open sort of thing, it just didn't appeal to me. No, no. I wouldn't take that to the beach. Yeah, probably not. What would you take to the beach? Which book? Out of our episodes, books, or yeah, any oh, book in the world, the the octopus for yeah. sure, especially to the beach. To the beach, yes. <laughs> yeah. I would take Sabrina and Karina because I could lay out a little bit, read one little short story. There you go. It, go get a cocktail, come back, read another little short story, <laughs> oh, flip yeah, over. Right, that's yeah. a good point. Yes, yeah. that's true. That is the cool thing about short stories; yeah. you have a nice ending. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I'm not really a beach person, so I'd probably take it to the mountains the mountains yeah like i might read it on wax paper in the ocean like just laying there on the beach i don't know about that (laughs) um so johannes talked about sort of what you've learned about yourself well no you didn't talk about that you talked about something interesting that you learned so but what what have you like in doing this and you you weren't there for all the episodes but you were there for the last half you know what skills did you do you think you've learned that you can take away or something like that yeah yeah I think, and definitely have to go back to my that that favorite episode of the octopuses, because it, you know, the reason I like those books that stretch your mind is, in my experience, they make you more compassionate uh-huh. for other people, for other creatures, obviously, mm-hmm. but also, almost ironically, for your, with yourself. Mm-hmm. And I there was a lot in that book to say, hey, we're all just creatures walking around this earth trying to do what we can and we're all sort of you know we're all flawed in some way etc and so just chill out it's mm-hmm. gonna be okay mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and so I really liked that 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 book 
gave that to me. Mm -hmm. It was definitely a, you know, on the one hand, it was work because you had to think about some other creature's alien brain, and that's just not easy to do. Um, But on the other hand, it just kind of helped me, I don't know, let go of my own and just to be like, I don't know, just there was a flow to it, Mm -hmm. there was a beauty in it, and that just, it made self-reflecting easier Mm -hmm. and, again, more was it's weird to be empathetic with your own self but i was so what did you learn about yourself during this did you learn anything um i mean sort of i mean you know i mentioned the sabrina and karina book that yeah maybe i should be a little bit more open to other genres i have a habit of this is what i like and i don't really want to read anything else Mm -hmm. and i'm kind of snobby about it because i feel like i read really good books and I know what I like, and I pick what I like. So, yeah, I learned a little bit. Maybe I learned to not be so stuck in my ways uh-huh. when it comes to picking titles. But then I also learned that I know what I like to read, and I just want to stick to it. <laughs> yeah. So there's a little bit of both. I mean, yeah. the books that we picked out, the way it worked is we all threw in some titles, and then we you know voted on it. And so we all got to read books that we were interested in. And mm-hmm. then I also got to read some books that you guys were interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's the way it should be, obviously. Um, but I, I mean, I just like what I read and I felt like I picked good books. And mm-hmm. I wish that I could pick them all. <laughs> 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 Sorry. No, that's okay. And I'm joined by Barb. Hello. And Jana. Hi. Hello. Um, so I'm going to ask the same question that I asked Devin and Johannes. Um, so Jana, do you have a favorite episode? Well, when I was thinking about that, Josie, um, it was really hard for me to pinpoint one episode. Yes. That's all right. <laughs> um, That's a I good thought, problem. <laughs> you know, I, when I went back to, um, listen to some samples. Um, Mm -hmm. I always go back to Sullivan Octopus by Uh Simon Montgomery just because Mm. it was so much fun to record. And I just remember that we laughed a lot. That was my favorite. That was my favorite too. And I wasn't even involved. I was over in the corner. (laughs) Just trying to hold back. But it was, it was a just joyous, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. That's a good word for it. Yeah. So I think (laughs) it kind of encapsulates like where we've come from in that Mm -hmm. we we're trying to come to a new project as newbies, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as librarians who weren't really trained in podcasting. And right. thanks to you, Josie. Josie did a lot of legwork mm-hmm. for the technical side. Yeah. And then we all had to kind of come together and um, figure out, like, well, how does it evolve from us reading the book into something that's interesting mm-hmm. to listen to? And, and mm-hmm. how, how do we have a discussion Mm-hmm. Um, around things from afar because we were recording in our initially closets. right yeah. Um, yeah and so there were a lot of challenges and so yeah moving from something that I think was a little bit more scripted into something that was a little bit more free form mm-hmm. and fun mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I think that yeah Soul of an Octopus I think kind of represented that for me yeah yeah was that your favorite book or just your favorite episode it wasn't my favorite book yeah. I actually you know I read another of Cy Montgomery's books mm-hmm. um and I didn't like it that much yeah. um, before. I just thought it was it was how to be a good creature, and I just thought this is very simplistic. And uh-huh. I remember oh. disliking part of her writing because it was so 
quotidian and like a diary. And then I did this and I went here and I just felt a little bored. Yeah. Mm. Um, so no, it wasn't. I have to say that I think my favorite book was probably Yellow Bird, uh-huh. oh, um, which is yeah. weird because I never read true crime. I don't like <laughs> violence. I actually really hate violence. I can't watch it mm-hmm. on TV. Yeah. And um, for some reason that book just really stuck with me in terms of perspective. And I think that initially we started out with wanting to talk about own voices mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, and, you know, and there's been a debate in the publishing world for a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, in the past year or so about, which um, feels like a long time. Yeah. <laughs> for a couple years, you know, with the publication of like American dirt, where you have right. people that are telling other people's stories and profiting mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. that. Right. And yet mm-hmm. people are really hungry. Like people are really, hankering to read American Dirt mm-hmm. and that author has made a lot of money off of that but as librarians mm-hmm. I think we we're kind of scrutinizing that a little bit because we want to say well we think that people should tell their own stories because yeah. that's the perspective that you want as a reader right mm-hmm. um, um kind of, yeah yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you want to go there with this. <laughs> we could have a very long <laughs> episode just a, on yeah. that thought yeah. right there. But yeah, no, I think I think the impulse is. But yeah, yeah as good. a as a white woman, um, you know, I had read some stories by people of color, and you know, probably fewer by indigenous writers. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So I think reading something from that perspective was really eye opening. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and it's really important. I think to to connect to that, get a different viewpoint of of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, Barb? Favorite episode? Favorite episode? I'll I'll have to echo Jana. <laughs> it, uh, Soul of an Octopus, <laughs> like just opened the door. I think. Uh, um, I a little self confession here. I I tend to to overthink and over prep. And uh-huh. I think that that was an issue for the first couple episodes that we all came in uh, kind of feeling locked into a script. Yes. And it takes work mm-hmm. to get away from that script. And I think that that episode was the first one where <laughs> we all just cut loose. Uh-huh. And it became a conversation, not not a scripted, um, right. I don't know, performance. Right. And uh, that was very liberating. And uh, I look forward to doing some more episodes okay. like that. I don't know if we could ever capture that feeling again, though, because part of it was, like we said, this this was the first episode where we could all sit around a table together yes, yeah. in one room and actually interact, you know, not, not just, you know, talking to a screen. And that was hard. Um, but, but yeah, getting into the room all together and being able to, to kind of feed off the energy yeah. that's coming yes. from other people was just fantastic. It was. So. Yeah, we were kind of like unleashing like a, a dam, like mm-hmm. we've been dammed I, up in yes. our social lives and mm-hmm. our exactly. connectivity with each other. And so I think mm-hmm. that was just kind of like a joyful moment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, what about a book for you? Did you have a favorite book? Did I have? Oh, and that's hard man. to. One, yeah. one of your favorites. Like picking your favorite right. kid, right? It's <laughs> dangerous. But um, I would say in general that uh, I found the fiction that we read most enjoyable. I would say particularly, and this is really shocking to me, I think my favorite was uh, The Only Good Indians. Ah. And I am not a horror reader. I'm not even one who gravitates toward fiction for pleasure reading. Uh-huh. And so this is this is a huge step out of my 
comfort zone in terms of reading. But uh, Stephen Graham Jones has a way of just kind of wrapping you around his finger. Uh, you know, he, he, he just uh, has a gift for describing things, people, situations. He, he uh, can say so much in the dialogue there, uh-huh. and, and you can enter right into the situation with his writing. And yeah. I think that's what I enjoy. Are you going to read more of his books? I think so. Even if they're spooky? I think so. My heart is a chainsaw. <laughs> Sounds like a trip. And yeah, I would love to read. It's it's on my okay. to-read list. Well, good. Yep. Okay. So, Barb, mm-hmm. um, what are your hopes for this second season? Great question. I, uh, well, I want to continue. Um, and I don't think get, you wrote this down. It, no, I didn't. <laughs> that was a good question. You, you caught me speechless here. Um, but just just riffing off that idea, how, how difficult it is to sound unscripted, I would like to continue mm-hmm. to work toward uh, that more conversational approach, mm-hmm. a little more relaxed. Uh, it's not like I won't come with without notes right yeah being prepared to just ditch the notes when the conversation gets more interesting right i think is a goal for me okay and and continuing to uh explore genre that take me out of my comfort zone uh like jana mentioned uh reading uh authors of color Mm -hmm. reading and, and you know we were kind of deliberate this time we we got a few and Keep exploring those those places where maybe there are voices that need to be brought to the fore for mm-hmm. our listeners uh, to give them a chance to try something new and different and, and find that it's really enjoyable. Yeah. And it wasn't just um, people of color. I mean, no. we were trying to be diverse, I think, in terms of ability and in terms of, you know, mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about different kind of stigmas that those folks experience, right, right with Gollum Girl. Mm-hmm. And Broken. Um, the best way possible. Yeah. Right. And I feel like, yeah, we went into some really dark places and coming off of the COVID year. I don't know. I, I, I had some mixed feelings about it because I feel like in some ways it was cathartic to experience these um, difficult situations. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, my other favorite, which is also kind of strange because I did feel like Jenny Lawson's writing was very fluffy and some of the chapters, yes. you know, I could have left, I guess, but I felt mm-hmm. like... The shoe chapter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your most unfavorite yeah. chapter. But it ended up being one of my, it ended up being my other favorite book and mm-hmm. episode because I feel like it was really a bomb for the COVID year in terms of yeah. her saying like, well, we're all broken in different ways and we're getting mm-hmm. mended back together mm-hmm. through the process mm-hmm. of you know, of recognizing that we have these issues and we have these problems and we're, mm-hmm. we're um, seeing that in everyone and we're saying that th- that's okay mm-hmm. right. in society. Right. Um, and it's, and it really comes back to um, self-compassion. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that was, that was like an important book for me at that moment because I had, I had suffered a lot mm-hmm. during COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was good to have that. And I hope that the readers will will pick that up, yeah, as well. And, and I think too, Jana, to go off that, you know, she, it's you know, it's okay to be broken, and it's, and she also, you know, she shared, she shared a lot of her brokenness, mm-hmm. um, with her 
the people who read her books, the mm-hmm. the podcast that she runs, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that whole aspect of sharing is something we did all year. Mm-hmm. We shared right. with each other, mm-hmm. and hopefully, you know, we shared with people who listen, right? And to kind of have that intimacy over ideas and thoughts and feelings is is what I hope continues for for next year mm, and yes. um, gets even better. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that that was the other part, I think, of what I was trying to say is just the connectivity of Mm. us as staff, as fellow librarians, when we were struggling Mm -hmm. to connect with our patrons who were not in the building and we couldn't do a lot of our normal work. Absolutely. And then to just try to kind of find this avenue of like, how can we reach folks? Mm -hmm. Um, So we were trying to connect with our normal patrons, but also we, in doing so, we ended up reaching folks around the world, right? We didn't know, we don't know where this will end up being listened to, (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. but it also helped us, I think, coalesce, I mean, at a time when there was a lot of isolation happening. Yeah. We needed Mm -hmm. each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's it. (laughs) Yeah. That's a great, that's a great point. Um, So Jana, what do you think most surprised you about this season as, as yourself? I think it, brought up for me oh no <laughs> that's a hard one because when I went back and I kind of like revisited some of the episodes to see well what could I find for changes um I think we we did start to move towards um a more cohesive discussion mm-hmm. less scripted yes. mm-hmm. um I wouldn't say that that was surprising but I guess I thought maybe I would have sounded really silly or stupid uh-huh. initially mm-hmm. and I went back and I listened to it and I didn't no. and so mm-hmm. I think that I knew like like Barb I like to analyze text and I was an English major and then I got a master's in liberal arts so mm-hmm. um, I like to go in and I'm a little bit nerdy and I pick out quotes and maybe people don't like that because <laughs> oh I, I loved it Jana <laughs> thank like, you so much but I for realized, your observations <laughs> but I realized that like I was like oh like I pick out all these themes and that's mm-hmm. just sort of a part of who I am and my personality, like I love doing that. Uh-huh. Um, and I realized that I was doing that through many of the episodes. So mm-hmm. I think maybe it wasn't surprising, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. And so I went mm-hmm. back and I was like, oh, that is... So you gained some confidence maybe? Yeah. Yes. That, yeah. that was something. And then I also wanted to just acknowledge like that maybe that's a strength that I recognize in myself, mm-hmm. but that I also like how it's complementary to... Um, what you guys bring as well mm-hmm. um, and just like Devin has such a girl next door attitude and yeah. just like she's really frank and really honest mm-hmm. and I I just love you know all of her comments and sharing about mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. her love of her dog you know when we were reading Gollum Girl yeah and and I'm um, just what everyone brings and that um, and Barb mm-hmm. has like done such an excellent job like being our host and <laughs> Um, to English majors. You. There you go. <laughs> so, and just, yeah, I mean, everyone, it, it's, been, it's been really fun. Oh, yeah. So thank you, Denise, for joining me. So what was your favorite episode that you did this year? Well, honestly, there were a few favorites. It's you know, kind of like, what's your favorite book or what's, you know... <laughs> The discussion was great on some of them, so many of them, uh-huh. and it brought so much more depth to my reading experience to to have the episodes, to be in on them, 
and sometimes I even went back and reread parts of the book after recording the podcast. Really? Yeah, because, okay. you know, Barb would bring up a point or, or Jan would quote a paragraph, and I'm like, wait a minute. I read it, but it, did I really read it? Uh-huh. So I... I really particularly enjoyed Golem Girl and Solutions and Other Problems. Uh-huh. Couldn't really pick one over the other, but they're so different, which seems kind of strange that they're both kind of favorites of mine. I think I liked the challenge of translating the visual elements of the art in them oh, into yeah. words and and hearing what other you know, what others thought of that art as well, how they saw it. Um, trying to give the visual imagery to the listeners. Yeah, because those were both solutions on their problems was was all graphic, right? And then yeah, like three words on each page right. or something, almost like a Mo Willems. Or and Gollum Girl was a memoir, but she had a lot of images in that too. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Plus, I'm a visual person by nature, uh-huh. so looking at you know pretty pictures. Yeah, and it added a depth that the other ones maybe didn't have. Yeah, for you. Yeah, really made me think a little differently and, and enjoy it on more more complex sensory level, I guess. Cool. Yeah. Well, what was your favorite book? My favorite book, um, I'd have to say it was broken in the best possible way. Yeah. I had previously read it because I'm a big fan of Jenny Lawson. So there were probably three or four others that were very close behind that. Uh-huh. But Jenny Lawson's first two books were definitely more humorous uh-huh. um, and talking about mental health. And just side-splitting stories that you know my family still talks about. Um, this third book started out, I was kind of like, really, this isn't as funny. But then you got to see, you know, why. And I really appreciated that it was a deeper read and a little bit of a departure from the style of you know the, the level of humor. But what she was trying to say was definitely was like there was almost an urgency of, of purpose. Huh. And um, it's just a wonderful glimpse into the challenges of living with mental and physical illness. And I appreciated that she was bold in it. She was she's always been vulnerable in her books, uh-huh. but this I think was a little deeper. And I think the the letter that she wrote to oh um, wow yeah, yeah to the healthcare company was so profound that it's something I'm. I'm going to remember for a long, long time. I, I was tearing up. Absolutely. Um, so what did you learn about yourself in doing this? Um, I learned that keeping the scope of topics and discussion within the time frame is hard. <laughs> I mean, we think really good books that I think we could have had two or three hours on. Yes. Um, and you, you get the ideas of what you want to say, the topics, and you pick the parts, and then you start talking with the group mm-hmm. and it really blossoms into well then the, and, and it reminded me of this mm-hmm. and I could bring in that and I love what you said so the parameters of, of time and because we want to stay to that that concept of that it is for for busy for busy people right so that was that was a challenge um, especially because we have such cool people that we talk with you know that right. we discuss I also think because we we read a variety of books. Uh-huh. We would jump each month from, you know, something serious to something funny, from nonfiction to memoir to graphic novel to horror to each month um, was something maybe not totally different, but definitely a mental shift. Uh-huh. And when you're going from reading one book right into the next, pretty much to prepare, um, there is that challenge of, of fully shifting 
into putting that previous one aside in a sense to focus on that one at hand. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, really give yourself into that that activity of making the new podcast. What and did I you also, find challenging? I thought um, when we started out, I I never done anything like this before. Yeah, um, I was. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've done a couple of book bites. It helped that we were all figuring it out together, and we have a really great team. It's amazing how you can put thoughts and questions together to share, and, and you think, oh, okay, this this sounds good and mm-hmm. logical and mm-hmm. it flows. And then you sit in front of a microphone, and there's so much more to think about. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, am I talking loudly and clearly enough? Am I close enough to the microphone? Are there background noises? Right. Am I talking with my hands and hitting the table again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> am I, you know... Am I saying what I want to say the way I meant to say it? Um, which is something that runs through my head most all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also wanted to just share that um, I learned about me that I get so much more from a book, from discussing it, uh-huh. than just from reading it. Yes. I, I think the closest comparison I can make is when I would take literature classes in college uh-huh. and then so you you know it's like oh they assign these first chapters or you read the whole thing and then you're maybe doing a group project or something like that or you have to present to the class and it started out like I would have just very straightforward responses or things I took away from it and everyone else has these deep meaningful connections and philosophical and existential and I'm just Wow, I... I liked the book. Yeah, yeah. I totally didn't get that. <laughs> and But as the more I, I did that in college, I started to see, oh, this is really almost new neural pathways that my brain is making and ways of thinking about yeah. it. But when you start to get other people's perspectives, they're bringing in their own ideas or experiences or um, a particular, they, they like a certain genre better than another. Right. Yep made me really experience the book better. So it's it's been a great year. I've really grown and enjoyed it. It's it's been awesome. Cool. Yeah. Well thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Well thank you all for your hard work to get this podcast going. Um, I'm thankful for each and every one of you. And sadly, this will be Johannes' last episode with us as he is moving on in his library career. He's going to work at the Urrera Library in Denver. Johannes, your voice, your company, and your thoughtfulness will be missed by us and by our listeners. Thank you. So for the second season of Book Chatter, we will be reading Nine Nasty Words by John McWhorter in January. McWhorter is a professor of linguistics at Columbia University. He has authored numerous books and writes for numerous publications, including the New York Times and the Atlantic. In Nine Nasty Words, McWhorter explores profane and taboo words and what gives them such power in our society. In February, we will be reading Being a Human by Charles Foster. In the book blurb, it's called, quote, a radically immersive exploration of three pivotal moments in the evolution of human consciousness asking what kinds of creatures humans were, are, and might yet be, end quote. And then the Guardian newspaper calls it a wonderfully funny, if entirely bonkers, read. So I think we all need wonderfully funny and bonkers in the month of February. 
Then in March, we will read and discuss the novel The Last Town on Earth by Thomas Mullen. Uh, this novel, it was it was written in 2010, um, and but it's very prescient to our time. It's about uh, the 1918 influenza pandemic. And you can find the books for April, May, and June on our library website or in the program notes for this episode. We also have a survey we'd love for you to take. Uh, I promise you it'll take you maybe five minutes. Um, you can find that also in the, prog- the program notes um, on the podcast website and on the library's website. We would love your feedback, and you can um, take that survey now, um, and it closes at the end of January, so you have some time. So thank you again for listening to Book Chatter this year. We look forward to being with you in 2022. Happy holidays and best wishes. Bye. See you next year. Bye, everyone. It's been a privilege. Aw, Johannes, don't leave.